Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. So feel free to get online. We have three lines open for you. And then, yes, I'm going to go home and rake the yard. <laughs> don't know what you're doing that's what i'm doing um but feel free to get online 800 wtic 522 wtic we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems comments questions and concerns What's you're not supposed it? to wreck your yard no in the spring what are you talking about I've the guys on garden talk will tell you really I've that's never what they that. said they say that every year you don't because what it does is it brings the uh, weed seeds up to the top Ooh. and allows them so that you get more weeds. I missed that episode, but I chemically treat Not with just no the weeds. episode. They repeat this constantly. I am so sorry. So I listened to God. Wait a minute. Talk. So you're giving me my Saturday back? <laughs> Thank you. Well, it does make sense. But, you know, I put the old fertilizer down. It stops the weeds and all that fun stuff. Right. So maybe that's why I've been lucky. Well, maybe. Yeah. maybe. But, but yeah. that does make sense, Bob. Oh, yeah. They also promote... Not using chemicals. Yes, that's also good. Organic uh, yep. solutions. That's the chicken stuff, right? Well, I don't know exactly. They have a lot of stuff that they promote, yeah. and you know, yeah. I know that they're good. Oh yeah. So you know. Oh, I got. You know what? If you gave me my Saturday Saturday back, I'll just do something else. Um, so feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six WTIC. I do. You know, hey, honey, I can't rake the yard. Garden Talk guy said I shouldn't do it. Five two two WTIC, which is awesome. Before we bring on Doug, so hang on, Doug. I want to bring this really quick uh, story up. Millions, yes, millions of websites offline after a fire at a French cloud service firm. <laughs> a fire at a French cloud services firm has disrupted millions of websites, knocking out government agencies, portals, banks, shops, news websites, and taking a chunk out of the .fr web space, according to Internet Monitors. Now, I know you always, you're always you thinking that elasticity of the cloud is supposed to be there. They're supposed to fail over, right? You shouldn't go down just because your data center burns up. So where was the redundancy and the... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> It's, uh, it's confusing. I don't know why somebody else's servers went up in smoke and everything went down. Anybody going to explain that? Well, <laughs> maybe with somebody in the back room having a Molotov cocktail. Now, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Europe's largest cloud service provider told clients, including the French government, that the center 
Peau de Midou. I took two years of French in college. And cryptocurrency exchange Derbit uh, to activate their disaster recovery plans following the blaze. Yeah. So, again, I understand the cloud is something that everyone wants to go to, but it is just somebody else's servers. And if they haven't done what they said they're going to do, I have other stories about the fact that there's people who are missing data now because they thought that the, this company was backing it up, too. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't. All they're doing is hosting your stuff. It's up to you to protect it, not up to these guys. They provide the infrastructure. you got to back up your cloud, just like you have to back up 365. Because you can delete the data, guys. You could have somebody in your office delete their email, delete their iDrive, and say, I see you later. And if you don't have a backup, Microsoft doesn't either. And read the EULA. Read the EULA. Yep. Yeah, good advice. So we'll go ahead and refresh our screen, Bob, and we're going to bring up Doug in West Hartford next. Hey, Doug, what's up? Morning, Doug. You there? The cleanest, quickest way to transfer old, uh, some data from an old computer to a new computer. Data only? Cleanest, quickest? I'll get Bob this one. What do you think is your cleanest, quickest way that you'd recommend? All right. Can you? Uh, does the old computer still work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good start. Yep. All right. Yeah, it does. Okay. It does. It does. So, yeah, it does. Yep. Yep. To me, the quickest way to do it is to go into the folders that's containing the data and share them and just give every everyone full control, assuming that you're not going to use uh, the computer again. And if you hook it up to the network, you can navigate to that computer <laughs> and then just copy the data from the old computer to the new computer over the network. Do you have it networked together, Doug? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. all right. Okay. So if they're networked together, Bob's approach will work. That's not the easiest way to do it, but it would be the cleanest and quickest way. If you don't understand networking, it can be a little hairy. Well, yeah. no, if you're on, on the network already, it's just a matter of folder sharing. I hear you. <laughs> That's not so yeah. easy for everybody. We have people that say, does it update if it's off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was using a thumb drive, but it was kind of taking a long time. Yeah, that that's, that's a lot. It's called sneaker net. Yeah. yeah, they used to use floppy disks for that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, but and you could use an external. Go ahead, Bob. Then the oh, other Doug. thing was um, uh, now it's calling for a new uh, version of Microsoft Office. What's the most efficient way to to rent it? Like by the month or the year, or buy it outright? We'd recommend buy it outright unless you feel like paying Microsoft monthly to do a Word document. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> feel like doing that. So. Now, what version of Office do you have? It was in 2007. Oh, gosh, yeah, that is pretty old. It is, you're yeah. not going to be able to run uh, Office 20, 2007 on a Windows 10 system. Microsoft okay. has said no to that. You must buy a new version. Jeez, that's funny. I'm running 2007 on my Windows 10. What did you do to make that work? It's not supposed to work. <laughs> it works for me. Oh, brother. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, it worked for me also because on my old computer, um, I was able to do it. What I did last time, I used a transfer cable and just grabbed the whole C file and moved it over to the yeah. new computer. Eight I'm glad ago. it's working for you, but it's not supposed to. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so you could keep running when you could keep running it, or just go out and purchase Office uh, 2019 Home and Business. Um, you can do the even. You can also do the Student and Home. I think there's another lower version of it. Right. A couple right. hundred dollars. You'll pay for it once. Now you you paid for that one back in 2007. So you should get another 10 years out of the 2019, unless Microsoft decides to kill it in some way. So the only thing that 2007 won't do for you, well, it won't do some of the newer formats. It doesn't. Uh, it won't synchronize with if you have an Exchange server, so it doesn't work with an, an Exchange server. Right. But if you're just getting email, 
It's fine. Yeah, I just use Excel and Word. That's all I use on it. Um, yeah. All right. Well, so we share the files. That's what we do. You can do. share the files computer. and copy and paste them. Okay. Share the folders. Right. Yeah, in the folder. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, Doug, you're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. The other thought, too, would be um, to get maybe an external hard drive. Yeah, there's that, but then you're doing it twice. I hear you, but the benefit of having the external driver, too. You have a backup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just by sharing the files back and forth, you really are just, you're not really protected. No, that's true. So feel free to get online, guys. We have three lines open for you, unless you're all out there raking your yards. That's fine. I understand. Um, but we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. While we're waiting for your calls, here's another one that I liked. Judge rules $5 billion Google Chrome incognito mode lawsuit can go forward. The lawsuit contends that private browsing mode should block Google's web track tracking. I would con I would agree. Incognito mode, you're you're thinking you're surfing incognito. It's kind of like Tesla and you know self-driving cars. You're not quite <laughs> self-driving yet. Um, the same thing. Autopilot. Here. Yeah, autopilot. <laughs> U.S. District Judge Lucy Coe has ruled the class action lawsuit against Google's incognito tracking policies can go forward. Bloomberg reports. The lawsuit contends that Chrome's private browsing incognito mode should also stop Google's server-side tracking and that Google's fail failure to cease such tracking violates federal wiretap laws. Uh-oh. Mm. Now, Google makes all their money tracking us, whether it's in your email, your Gmail, your surfing, your everything. Um, the lawsuit seeks seeks $5 billion or $5,000 per violation for likely millions of users. Could you use a $5,000 stimulus, Bob? Well, let I me could. see. If I'm Google and I'm going to approach the lawyer, the um, lawmakers to yeah. amend the law, yeah, you know, right, I'm yeah. going to let me make you an offer. You can't refuse. Exactly. <laughs> Google attempted to get the lawsuit thrown out on the basis of Chrome's incognito explainer, a message that shows every time you start up incognito mode, and explains that your activity might still be visible to websites you visit. Thanks. So what's the point? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Hey, you know what? Google's we got we got to put some brakes on Google. Uh they've been tracking us forever and I I have no trouble if they want to if they win this lawsuit and all cut us a check for $5,000. We've been the commodity forever, right? If it's free we're the commodity. Five grand, man. I'll take it back. Well, you know what? We only really need one company to run all the IT stuff in the world. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, just just one company. Which one is that? No, I don't know. Let's <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> I'm not sure that makes good sense at all. <laughs> Let's go on to uh, Maria in Torrington. Of course, I'm being facetious. I know you are. What's going on, Maria? Marla. Oh, oh is it no, Marla? Oh, I did it again. <laughs> Why is it? So sorry, Marla. I think I do this to you every time. <laughs> That's all right. What can we do for you? Um, I wanted to update you on um, how things are coming along with me cutting the cable, and nice. it's perfect for me. I've saved over $100, All and right. when I brought my equipment to the cable place, the fellow set me up with internet. Uh, I know it's more than I need at 300 megabytes, Ooh. but they have a promo going at All $53 right. a month. Good deal. Good price for 300 megs. I agree, 53 Just keep an eye on it when they crank it up on you. Oh, absolutely, I will. And so that leads me to a question about the um, modems. I had purchased the modem, the Netgear Nighthawk, at yeah. 3.1 Doxus. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And they it's not compatible with Optimum, of course. They're only mm-hmm. using 3.0. Um, if I were to purchase a modem going forward, would it make sense to get the 3.0 to ensure I can still use it with Optimum, or am I better served yeah. to go to a 3.1? I question that yeah. because typically, I mean, I can do some research, but typically 3.1 is like, backward compatible with right. 3.0 so okay. i'm not sure that yeah you know you're getting the uh correct information how do and you know it's not compatible marla well the fellow at optimum told me um i could get an aris 1602 mm-hmm. okay but have, um, you, have you tried it, yours yeah i did and oh. i called optimum twice okay to get two different people when i was actually setting it up and i was told it's not compatible Okay, that's that's too bad. So I guess to answer your question, you definitely want to get an optimum compatible modem. And if he gave you a specific model, then yes, yep. I would get that version. Um, you'd be silly not to. Okay. And, and then, then sell that your Nighthawk. work with other things, right, if I choose to uh, go to a different Internet provider? No. So okay. it'll be compatible with optimum. But if let's say GoNetSpeed comes to Torrington. Right, and that's a fiber service. They're going to probably need you to buy a fiber compatible modem. But you know what? You've saved so much money Mm -hmm. that buying a modem rather than renting it is really a no brainer. You know? Yeah. Okay, I have a list. I just looked it up. Um, The uh, full optimum approved modem list, Mm -hmm. which we'll post a link to. And -hmm. you can look up and see if yours uh, is on that list. And if not, then there's a list uh, that where, if you if you're gonna purchase another one, that should be uh, or will be according to optimum right. approved modem. And whatever they've told you, I mean, if they gave you exact model, I would tell you to just grab that model. But we'll put the list like Bob set up there for you. But yeah, you're gonna run this this service for a long time because there's not a lot of alternatives yet in Torrington. But exactly, probably the two you have. And I I know uh, from what you had mentioned about underground utilities that Go NetSpeed is probably not going to be an option for me. Not right away. I hope I hope they're so successful that eventually they'll spend some money on us underground folks. It's just a tube in the ground, guys. How how hard can it be to I run know. the wire there versus in the poles? Come on. Um, Actually, but it, when, I pur- when I purchased my home, I had to have cable uh, come in and cut through the road and put wires in, et cetera. Yeah. So... It was funny, too. In our home, we have the underground uh, underground wires, and when I brought in our co- cock service, what is the first thing the guy does? Cuts the SNET wires. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hmm, I think these guys have something going on there. But, uh, yeah, so it's doggy dog out there. But it's just a, a hole in the ground, a big, big yeah. two-inch, three-inch pipe sticking there. You should have plenty of room to pull a fiber line. Well, that's, I would think so, but Depends on how many wires are already in the tube. <laughs> I know. That's there's always a limit. Well, good luck, okay, Marla. So I would think you go buy the right modem, and you you should be happy. Okay. Um, and my one other question is: Do you have um, a link to a good tutorial about email? I really there's a lot I'm not understanding. A lot of questions I'm having about it. Like for example, Optimum is my email um, carrier, and right. but I view it through Thunderbird in Firefox. Right. And I need to know if I want to go independent from Optimum. Right. Will my folders be saved? Um, yep. Thunderbird's your client, your mail client. 
Okay. And Optimum is your post office box. So you can put any kind of mail. Think of your mail, your mail client as your mailbox, right, outside your front door. You've chosen yeah. to receive your mail through Thunderbird. So whatever, t- whatever service you use, you should be able to keep what you have and bring oh. in a new account and have it go to your mailbox. So if you go over to Proton Mail or other types of mail services, um, Thunderbird should work. Oh, okay. So, all right. That's all there That's is to it. It's just putting in the account and receiving your mail. All those folders should still exist as to how you laid them out. Okay, as long as I have a Thunderbird account, yep, then your mail everything client. from, okay. That was yeah. the important thing because I have important information and folders in my email on right. Thunderbird that I needed to save. Are you backing it up? Yeah. Oh, good. What are you backing it up to? I have a iMac Passport. Okay. So you're copying it over to the Passport. Are you disconnecting it when you're done? No. <laughs> okay. At least you have an iMac, so you have less chance of getting some sort of ransomware. But you should always disconnect your backup media from your system okay. so that if you get impacted, it doesn't get impacted. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Marla. And I'll probably get your name wrong every time because it's a real tiny L over there from the distance I'm looking at this screen, so I apologize <laughs> every time. That's okay. But I thank you very much for all your help. I'm I'm very excited that I saved so much money already. We're excited for you. Thank you. Have right. a great day and happy spring. Yeah, you too. All right, bye-bye. So well, I, I just put a link up yeah. where it says, the question is, is Doxis 3.1 backward compatible with Doxis 3.0? And the answer is yes. Doxis 3.1 is backward compatible with Doxis 3.0. Yeah. If your ISP doesn't support Doxis 3.1, your Netgear cable modem router still works using Doxis 3.0. Hmm. But there's a, she's still having trouble. Right. Well, I think there's something else. But you see, doesn't matter what cable company. They don't want to support a modem that they don't supply. Right. They want to rent you theirs. Right. So they'll tell you that, you know, it's not compatible. Right. Or I've seen that. When, it, in fact, that because they didn't sell it to you, they really don't want to support it, which, you know, you can't blame them for that. Yeah, I guess. So we'll step out for a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. Three lines open for you guys. 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We're here for a few more minutes here, about another half an hour. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. And we will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Everything we've talked about has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com, which is the name of the show.com, which also works. If you like us on Facebook, and Mark Zuckerberg deems the news worthy, it may get into your news feed as long as you're not in Australia. Um, and you can follow us over on WTIC's Facebook page. Feel free to like us, share us out there so Zuckerberg sees that you know you guys are interested in the program. I want to thank you guys for being on the uh, live feed because um, Tom's got a question out there. Bristol, you know, Bristol's thinking about doing uh, city-provided fiber, and they're paying $100,000 to find out if they should do city-provided fiber. And his comment is, why don't they just contact Whip City Fiber? to see how that works. There's tons of municipalities that have had success with municipal fiber. In the case of Whip City Fiber, though, Haven't they also company. had communications with um, 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 Go Net Speed? I don't know. Bristol, they could have. 
I um, thought that they had mentioned that they were ta- in talks with Bristol, but that's great. You know, they weren't agreeing with something or whatever. Yeah, a public-private pro- partnership can work, and uh, you know, again, if you've got an infrastructure like you know Wallingford, where they have their own private electric company, like Whip City Fiber had up there in the buggy whip capital of the world, just a little across the border in Massachusetts, they have the infrastructure all there, and they've been they've been very successful offering uh, municipal fiber municipal internet it can work i don't know that you have to pay somebody to find out if it can work i mean you can find out the ones that don't work i mean i think the down in um groton area i think it was that whole municipal thing went up in smoke didn't go so good um (laughs) so i mean i don't know government's not that good at uh, providing good quality i mean look at flint and their water systems i mean there's issues with government providing things they don't do the best job all the time they do an okay job if you want okay internet i think (laughs) what you gotta understand i think about the flint situation was they put all those pipes in years and years ago when they didn't know that lead was poisonous correct so but the problem was is they never uh put up money or decided to spend the money to change out the infrastructure. Well, there's that, but they also didn't forget the chemistry. When you send more caustic water through pipes that have kind of a a layer that's built up to protect it from the lead, when they sent the caustic river water through those pipes, it allowed the lead to leach in. If they'd not done that, those pipes would not have produced an issue because there's like a, a little film that builds up right. on the, that, that protects you from the leaching of the lead. So that's just, again, not understanding how chemistry works. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, so we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Jan, hang on. We're going to get to you after the uh, news, if you don't mind. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Actually, Jan, Mark, and Ben are on the line. Thank you, guys. Everything we talked about posted live. We're over on WTIC's Facebook page. Feel free to uh, chime in, share our little our little Facebook Live video so folks know it's out there. Uh, of course, we're on the podcast, too, radio.com. If you miss anything during uh, whatever, during the weekend here, you can always catch us on the podcast uh, over at radio.com, WTIC.com. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. All four lines are all jammed up. You all got the message. You didn't have to rake your yard. <laughs> thanks, Bob. <laughs> and thanks, Garden Talk, for saving us those hours. We appreciate that. Let's go right to your calls. Let's go to Yan in New Britain. What's going on, Yan? Hey. Now, I have a question. on. Uh, I, I lost my Gmail account. You lost it? Yeah. Here's the situation. I, I have ADHD, so you have to be patient with me. All technology is magic to me. Okay. It's hard for me to follow a lot of information at once. Okay. Okay. It's, kind of, so it's hard for me to separate wheat from chaff, so I'm going to try to be brief. All right. Uh, uh, short, short version is my old computer died. I had a friend of a friend that brought over parts that he cobbled together, an old compact Mm, uh, with old. a modem, uh, with a scratch screen, so 
I made do with it, but I just got a new. I got a new laptop. I got a new, <clears throat> excuse me, an HP. Uh, yep. But the problem is, I was trying to clear out my uh, all my my sites, my mm-hmm. uh, browsing, and all of that mm-hmm. on the on the compact because I had read that uh, you know if you don't do that, you you uh, slow down the computer. Not really, but go ahead. Okay. So I can't. I don't really remember what exactly I did, mm-hmm. but I have two Gmail accounts. I had two Gmail accounts for years. Yeah. And one of them is now gone. I can't access it. I used to just go into Chrome, and for a day or so, I couldn't even get Chrome. Okay. So you can now. Is Chrome working? Chrome's working with my old uh, Gmail account. But not my new one, and I'm a, I'm a writer, and I, and I I use the the new one has all my personal uh, email stuff that uh, I send poems out to people. Yeah, and so uh, I don't I don't have that. We should have a way. Bob's probably already found how to recover your Gmail account, right, Bob? Yes. Okay. So Bob's already found some instructions for you as to what to, how to step by step how to go through and recover your Gmail account. Um, you should be able to do it through the browser. And uh, through, I'm sorry, through the what? Through the Chrome browser. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they have it. If you forgot your password, if you forgot the email address that you were using, it, it'll tell you how to do that. Yeah, how to find out if someone else is using your account, if you can't sign in for any other reason. Yeah. How to recover a deleted Google account, and uh, then if you still can't sign in, what to do. Every option you can have there, Jan, and you can take a look at it at your speed um, to, to try to figure out how to recover the account. Once you have done so, I recommend you write down the, the mailbox and the password on a card and put it safely. I have it. I actually have the okay. old account Okay. Good. Uh, because I had been printing out some emails, and uh, and I have the password. But when I went into, I, uh, when I went into whatever it was telling me to do to recover mm-hmm. my account, when I put in uh, the the new the old you know the second account, it it wouldn't allow me to do it. It was said that, you know, doesn't exist. Wrong wrong information. Wrong uh, either email address is wrong or your password is wrong. All right, yeah. So these instructions will help you go through with Google to figure out which is the issue. Whether it's the wrong email box. I mean, they could have lost your box. It is free. Um, you know, there's no guarantee on free. Oh, really? Do you pay for that? No. Right. So if they lose it, they really don't care if you're upset, Jan. So then you may have to uh, recreate it. Right. And let's hope that's not the case. Let's hope with the instructions we gave you, you'll be able to recover it. But their system is not infallible. Heck, it's fallible. That's the whole concept of it, computers. If I uh, can't recover it, there's like the six or eight hundred, you know, emails that I've sent out that I would that I want. Yeah, is it backed Uh, up? Possible. Pardon? Did you back it up? I don't know if if it was backed up or not because I'm I'm basically computer illiterate. Right. So That's these okay. friends of friends came in and set everything up and moved everything. Yeah, I bet uh, you they didn't back it they, up. Did, they did everything for me. This was like months ago, and it's been, it was working fine until I tried to uh, clean up. You know, clean it up. Yeah, don't be a computer neat, Nick. It's not worth it. Um, in this case, you did something. Uh, but I would tell you to follow the instructions to try to recover it for you. Hopefully, 
they'll be able to recover the account. Um, if not, and you didn't back it up, there's not a whole lot of options. Now, if it came from the old machine, the old machine is dead and buried, or is the old machine still No, the around? old machine is still up. Uh, Does it still work with both accounts? It's, it's still, the old machine works with, uh, with the, you know, Microsoft, I use the Microsoft Edge browser, I use Firefox, and, okay. I, and I use Google Chrome. But, but can you get your so, email, the one you're looking for? No. Oh, that's broken there too? Yeah, I can't, I can't get the uh, emails. Oh boy. I wonder if it wasn't accidentally deleted. Yeah, I got a bad feeling, Jan, if it's not working on the old one or the new one. Try to do the recovery, try to do the recovery, let's hope it works. If not... You have nobody to complain to because it was free. What do you want for free? <laughs> right. What would be? Uh, what would you advise then? Uh, in case you know, this is something that happens once every you know zillion times, what would be a better thing than Gmail? Uh, Proton Mail would be the my first recommendation for a paid mail service. What's it called? Proton Mail. It's Proton, a Swiss. P R O T O N. Yep, it's a Swiss company. It's fully encrypted, and uh, it's a Swiss MIT project. Okay, and, I can uh, use the, that on my new uh, my new laptop. Can there you, you go. I, I, have, I have two questions. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have two questions also. I kept getting messages. I keep getting messages that Windows 10 will be replaced soon, so I have to do something. Windows 10 will be replaced soon. It's uh, you've got version 1909, and oh. you're getting a uh, message that's telling you that you need to upgrade to 20H2. Yeah. Okay, is, uh, is there a cost for that? Or? No, no. Well, there's a cost in your hours. Your, you know, you might lose some hair over it, maybe it turn gray as the update's occurring, but no actual cost unless something blows up and you lose all your data. Then there's a cost, but Microsoft doesn't care. It's a free update. Right. <laughs> okay, so it's a free update. Yeah. So I just follow their instructions. Yeah, when it says to update, so just say update now when you're not Click busy. Click this box. Yeah, when you're oh, not just busy. just say update now? Yeah, when okay. you're not busy. Last, last question is on the new computer, uh, which I really like. Uh, it's in S mode. Uh, what are the pros and cons of switching out of S mode? Well, you can do a whole lot more when you're out of secure, quote-unquote, mode from Microsoft and get into the regular mode. Um, but S mode is going to prevent things from installing that uh, Microsoft deems uh, unworthy. <laughs> So, so I would I would, say not, you, I would not be able to get another my old browsers that, that I use. No, know, browsers Firefox. are okay, but software and stuff within S mode is there's some limitations in S mode. They're trying to protect you from you, and clearly you need protection. <laughs> <laughs> so should I just leave it like that? Leave it in S. If mode? nothing isn't working, if you're having no trouble wor using your your computer and you're not having any trouble loading software, sure you can leave it in S mode for now. But you can always get out of it. Okay, if you get out of it, I read you can't get back in. Correct. Yeah, once you open that Pandora's box, you're free to do what you want. Okay, then I then I could because it won't let. It says you can't use the uh, any other browser. What you are though, you're using Chrome on it, aren't you? No, no, I'm, no. I'm talking about the, the new one, uh, the new one. Okay, so, yeah, not, you're, so has, that, that's locking mode. it down. Yeah, so it's locking you down to their version. So if you want to run Edge and nothing else, then you're okay. But if you want to run something else, you say enough with Microsoft. I'm gonna go ahead and do what I want to do. Okay, so they they want me to use all their stuff. Yes, yes, they do, Jan. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it then. All thanks, right, sir. Uh, th thanks for the information. Yeah. Thanks for the program. Our pleasure. Good luck. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Right, Bye-bye. Let's go on to Mark. What's the matter, Bob? Well, wasn't there a story that you did a while back about 
somebody was offering or or there was some article I must have read where somebody was offering them a free trip to this island, but they had to give up all of their electronic communications. <laughs> Maybe. It was like some utopia. Yeah, it sounds like S mode. <laughs> let's, let's go to Mark in Hartford real quick. What's going on, Mark? You there? Mark, you there? Oh, we lost Mark. Let's go on to uh, Ben in stores. What's going on, Ben? Hi. Uh, hey. I'm, I'm calling uh, about something I find frustrating with uh, uh, browsers. Yeah. Uh, I I know it happens with Firefox and uh, Gmail the, and the G Suite. Uh, so if I clear my cookies, mm-hmm. I get logged out of uh, the G Suite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I would, well, I mean, I don't think that's the, supposed to happen well if you clear all your cookies i'm sure g suite and all these programs use cookies to Mm. connect you i've been getting more and more questions about this you know why do i have to keep logging into my websites why do i have to why does it keep asking me for passwords these browsers and these cookies are becoming back and forth trouble when it comes to people's usage so yeah if you clear all your cookies and all your helpers i can see how g suite would log you out and you have to reestablish it. I'm not sure you'd want to clear out all your cookies, Ben. Um, you want to be selective. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. I <laughs> it's frustrating. Um, so once you log back in it, into G Suite, you're good, right? Yeah. 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 It's just I I uh, like to have control over uh, what uh, what his what parts of the history to clear. And I don't like it when it uh, logs me out right. like that. <laughs> if I just I clear you. cookies and I don't clear passwords. Yeah, you can't have it both ways, though. Okay. Um, so if they, if you're going to connect to their services, they're going to need their, their helpers, their browser helper objects, their cookies to keep you connected. And so if you start clearing all that out, then you're going to have to re-log back in so they can put them back after you use the service again. Uh, we can put a link to how you manage your cookies uh, a little bit on on the website to see if that helps at all for you, Ben. But you, it's hard to fight City Hall. They want to they want those hooks into your system. Mm. If you want if you want to use their free G Suite, you need to use their hooks. You know. I see. Yeah. It, it also made me think about uh, Antoinette's uh, call a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I think she she was. Uh, being logged out of, of some website too, and I was wondering if that. Uh, well, it's a security related. too. There's some security too. Yeah, people people are getting a little too lax. Like everyone wants everything to stay logged in forever, um, which is nice, but it's not really secure. So if I walked up to your computer, I'd be like, "Hey, what's got Ben? What's what's Ben got cooking here? Because you're already logged in." These these websites do want to lock you log you out in activity logouts. They want to log you out for security reasons. Um, keeping everything logged in is not secure. So that might be why some of this is going on on these websites. So you you can't fight City Hall, and being logged in all the time solidly is, I think, a huge security risk, unless you're not worried about whatever's on your G Suite. Yeah, okay. All right. Thanks thanks for your uh, help. Thank you, Ben. Okay. All right. We're going to step out for a quick break. Jack Middletown, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I am 
And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11. And Dr. Alessio will come in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. And uh, let's get to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. Let's go to Jack in Middletown next. What's going on, Jack? Morning, guys. I'd like to thank Bob, first of all, for an excuse not to do, do, do some yard work. Yeah. I mean, he's helping, the, he's helping the peeps of Connecticut thanks to WTIC and Garden Talk. That's awesome. <laughs> It's all from Garden Talk. Len and Lisa, man. Okay. Uh, not a real problem, computer-wise. I know hardware, and, you know, I'm kind of savvy, but I have a big project. Well, sort of big. Yeah. To amass all my photos in one place from different drives, Oof. different websites, different... I used to have, I have three old spinning drives that I have uh, photos on my phone, photos from old point and shoots on SD cards, flash drives. Is there any way to simplify this, like an old DOS command, like star.jpg or whatever? Oh, to find them all? To find them. Because I, I, the names are like all over the map. Yeah, you can oh, search. You can search and, and explore for Stardot. Yeah, if you go up, usually up in the upper right-hand corner under the search bar, you can just put in Stardot and whatever the extension is. Could be JPEG yeah, or JPEG or yeah. Yeah, there's so many extensions. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, I can look up a list of uh, photo uh, extensions. And the other, the other thought too, while he's looking it up, Jack, what about trying to find a photo organizing software? That's what I'm asking you, actually. That, that's what I'm really looking for, something to load. I'm, right now I'm running a laptop, but I have, uh, which is no problem. Um, mm -hmm. It's slow. It's a Windows 10. But yeah. just I'm, I'm tired of clicking the mouse and searching my CFD drives, you know, and I don't even know the names of these files. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm. I, you know, we have. Because uh, I never the, named them all. I didn't put them in one folder. I'm lazy, I guess. Yeah, we all are. We all are. We're, you know, you have to be kind of an extra special geek to uh, put yep. all your stuff away the right way. Yeah. Um, I would. I would tell you to look at maybe B and H Photo. Probably has some blogs out there that might give you some expert suggestions on using the best photo cataloging software. Carmen Filaramo used to come on our show. Oh, you mean B&H photo shop? Yeah. I bet you they would have some of the blogs out there. You found something, Bob, already? Yeah, it's a uh, list of the uh, native file formats oh. for images. Right, that's good. Um, but B&H Photo might have a blog, and there's also a, is it PC camera or DC, DC camera or something to that effect? There's a digital camera uh, blog out there, website that might give you some good suggestions from experts on which software to consider to do photo management. Um, uh -huh. I agree that, but you're, I would, you know, there's free stuff out there. Uh, but why is it free? I don't know. Are they gonna, are they capturing a copy of your pictures for themselves too? I don't know. That um, really actually wouldn't bother me. I, you know, I don't care. I just want to get them all in one spot, and I want to print. It's a, a project for my kids. You know, nice. Yeah, get them all together. That's good. Yeah, I and mean, there's a lot them. of options. I'd tell you to go to more more professional photography sites to get some better advice than from us. Um, and if Carmen was here, if he's listening on the on the podcast or if he's on the uh, Facebook page, if he wants to 
post a, a comment. He sometimes listens from, from Florida. Good. Could uh, you post a link if you find one? We will. And uh, I'll put some stuff out here as far as some of the quote-unquote best free tools from Tom's Guide uh, to manage your photos. And maybe you'll find some software in there that will work for you. I really appreciate it. Uh, uh, I'm on Twitter. I don't know if you could post it on Twitter, but whatever. We'll post it on Twitter, yeah. If you follow us on Twitter, we're at Tab Computer Sys. It'll get there, too, yep. so if you follow us. I do. Thank you very much. Uh, you're welcome, Jack. Take care. Take care. Yeah, managing your photos, managing your data. It's the biggest pain in the hiney ever. But you got the, the biggest thing to do is protect your data. Back it up. If you're not backing up your data, you really have nothing. So make sure you're doing something to back up your data because you, if, I, if I lost all our photos, we, I'd be in big trouble. I'd be in the doghouse. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. Thank everybody who's been watching us on the Facebook stream. Feel free to like it and share it. Thank uh, Mike G for posting everything live over at computertalkwithtab.com. We do appreciate it. And Matt Soroyce back in Farmington. Someday, Matt, we'll see you. Whenever they let us in, you know, we're all going to get our shots soon. We're all, we're all button smashing the websites to get our, get our shots. So uh, eventually we'll get our shots and get to see you. Thank you very much, guys. See you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.